Hi there, you're listening to the Trinity Community Church Podcast. TCC, a home for you. All right, good morning, Trinity Community Church. How are you feeling today? Let's just be real. You're a little sleepy today, I can tell. A little slow on the responses. I get it, I get it. Hey, don't worry, the fall's coming. How many of you love the crisp fall air? You can have the 100-degree weather, 99% humidity. You know what that's for? That's for fish. That's a fish tank. We, don't live, we want to live where the pumpkin spice is flowing, the fire is crackling, and the sweaters are on, right? That's where I want to be, right? That's big man weather, baby. I love that. It's good to see everybody today. Welcome to Trinity Community Church. Um, it's important that you and I know God's promises. His promises are in the Word, and the Word, beloved, is your bedrock. Especially we live in times where the The world seems like it's out of control. It's like shifting sand. This is a time for you and I to plant ourselves in the Word and know who God is and know who we are in God. How many of you know that that's important? It helps us through all the ups and downs of life. We have all have ups and downs. Last week I wasn't here. Uh, Ty did a great job in my stead. Uh, I was in Denver saying goodbye to a friend. You know, the older we get, it seems like the more goodbyes we have than the more hellos all the people that you love. So I got to spend some time saying goodbye to a good friend of, of mine in, in Denver, Randy Penn, a great man, and uh, was going to celebrate his life. God, for, in his mercy, allowed me to walk with this man for about a decade. And it was beautiful. But I got to be honest with you, it hit me different than what I anticipated. I went out there to basically officiate the service, and I found myself leading up to the service and even after the service uh, in places of, of despair. Went back to the city that we were in for 10 years, and you could see this shining light had been snuffed out. And I looked around to see if somebody was ready to stand up and to take that torch. You know how you need you know, those torches in a community, and right now there's nobody there to take the torch. So I was kind of off by myself. I'm a mountain person, so I took Sunday. I was able to drive into the mountains. There's a little space up there that I can get lost. It's about an hour from Denver. And I got up on the mountain, and I got by a stream that I spent few weeks at during a sabbatical, and I just had a discussion with God. Have you ever had an honest discussion with God? Do you know God can handle your honesty? You want to hear something else too? This may blow you away. Do you know that God already knows what you're thinking? Just because you don't speak it, it doesn't mean that God doesn't know it. He's not like, you know, your spouse or your kids or whatever, you know, if I'm just quiet, it'll just pass. God knows everything that's going on in your heart, so you might as well just get it out and talk to him. You know, you read the book of Psalms, you know, you read David. David's got good days and David's got bad days. How many of you are like David? So I was up on this mountain and me and God had a discussion. You know, I was like, Lord, I don't understand this. Randy was young. I don't understand what's going on. I said, and I don't even understand fully what's going on in my heart right now. I said, this is a tough season, Lord. And I'm up there just speaking loudly to the mountains. Just me, a few squirrels, maybe an Aaron Sasquatch running around. I don't know. And God spoke to my heart strongly. There's sometimes God comes in and he whispers to you. And there's other times he just comes in and he stamps his heart on you and he speaks strongly. And he spoke this to me on that mountain last week, last Sunday. TJ, I am everything that you need. I'm everything. The course in front of you is set. I've given you everything you need. Then he asked me this question. Do you believe this? Do you remember God put you on the spot? I'm on the top of a mountain. I'm like, well, I, I seem to be at a loss for words now, Lord. And it was a gut check time for me. Do you believe that God is everything that he says he is? And do you believe that he's everything that he says he is for you? 
Those promises, are those your promises? Do you believe those things? Because here's the reality, beloved. Our belief will affect the direction of our lives. What you believe in this gray matter will steer your life. It will. In fact, what you truly believe will affect your destiny. Remember this, beloved. It's not how we start. It's how we finish. Jesus never promised us that life would be easy. In fact, he promised us this. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. You don't see that on a lot of Christian greeting cards, do you? Oh, I'll take the trouble card. Can I have that one? He says, but, there's always a great big but there, but take heart, I have overcome the world. It's not how you start, it's not how you finish. It's not the problem that you face, it's how you respond to the problem that you face that dictates what God's doing in your heart, what he's doing in your life. Are you with me, beloved? It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Today we're going to talk about a subject in our I Am series that is close to my heart and I think it's close to all of our hearts. You know, God has a plan and a purpose for us, but how many of you every once in a while, you bump in and out of trying to figure out the direction, sometimes the steps of your life where you're supposed to go? Have you ever had, a, had trouble making a decision? You know, do you get the Big Mac or the Quarter Pounder? I don't know. But we know what's constant between both of those, right? I'll supersize the fries, please. Those fries are beautiful. Let me tell you a story. This is uh, from a book that I read. It's a story of a, of a woman named Osceola... McCarty. Osceola dragged the wet clothes in from the washer into a basket to carry them out to the line in the backyard. As the morning sun kept inching higher and higher, she knew it wouldn't take long for them to dry. She also knew that it wouldn't take long for a little house to heat up like an oven, which meant she'd better get to that ironing before it got any hotter. She had set up her ironing board on her little screen porch, both for shade and in the hopes of catching a breeze now and then. She hunted through some clean, dry stacks of clothes from from an earlier load and selected a blue Oxford dress shirt, monogrammed with the initials of a local banker. He was a good man, one of her best clients. She took great pride in her work, determined to make a difference in her customers' lives by helping them to look their best. As she ironed, she smiled, recalling a conversation she had had the previous week with that same blue-shirted banker. She had gone to deposit a little money into her savings account. The banker greeted her like family. He invited her to come take a seat while he looked over her accounts. After a minute, he let out a long, low whistle. Why, Miss McCartney, you have more money in this bank than I do. Don't you ever spend money on yourself? She laughed and she shook her head. There's nothing I need. God is good to me. And he provides everything I could ever want. No, sir, I'm saving my money for a special purpose that God has laid on my heart. And what would that be, he asked. The banker expected Miss McCartney to say that she had hoped for a bigger house or a cruise or something. Well, I want to set up a scholarship fund at the, at the university for young people who can't afford to go there. I was never able to get an education myself, but I sure do appreciate the value of one. Osceola did just that. When she retired, she donated $150,000 to the University of Southern Mississippi to fund scholarships for worthy but needy students seeking an education she never had. Osceola basically did laundry her entire life for pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. When the others found out about what she had done, over 600 men and women in Hattiesburg and beyond made donations uh, that more than tripled her original endowment. Today, the University of Mississippi presents several full-tuition McCarty scholarships every year. When Osceola was asked about how she could accomplish this great task, this was her response. You have to to accept God the best way that you know how. 
And then he'll show himself to you. And the more you serve him, the more able you are to serve him. Beloved, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's not about all the stuff you have in your hands. It's about taking the little things that God gives you and being found trustworthy with those things. God takes little things and he makes them great things if you put them in his hands. Amen? Zig Ziglar once said this, although no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know where you came from. I don't know the back end of your story, but I do know this. The God that we serve 